Hey, everybody. All right, we're here. And uh, we're going to keep going with our creative writing course. Uh, we're almost done with it, believe it or not. We're actually coming close to wrapping it up. But we're also now 50 episodes into the podcast. So uh, to those of you who supported, thank you. Um, to those of you who are just joining us, thank you. Uh, to those of you who don't know why the hell you're here, thank you. Um <laughs> So, yeah, very exciting, cool. We're on the 50th episode in the midst of a pandemic, so uh, we're going to keep talking about writing because that's what we've been doing, right? And this is kind of a great time to sit down and put some fiction together, right? Write a story, whether it's for you or your loved ones or, or, or you think you might get it published, whatever. It's a great time to practice. We talked about getting started. We ran through all those things, the things that will stop you, the kind of beliefs and barriers. Talked about character. Like I said, great fiction starts with character. It doesn't start with plot. It starts with character. But then we did talk about plot because it's important. We talked about avoiding the hand of the writer, and we've talked about language. Last week we talked about language and, and how words are supposed to have meaning and matter. So we're continuing to press on, and, and we really are getting close and cl closer and closer to the end. And then who knows what we'll do after that. Uh, so if you're just joining us and you haven't done this, you know, this has been a series going on for a while. So go back into the podcast. I listen today, obviously, but go back into the podcast and read up on, uh, listen up on, read up, read up on my podcast notes that are notoriously short. Uh, listen to some of the previous podcasts and, and follow your way here to the journey that we've taken in learning fiction writing. Uh, quick, no more than 20-minute lectures from me on fiction writing with some kind of actionable results, right? So today's a little different, right? Today I don't have a whole lot of hard and fast rules for you. Today we're going to really talk about experimentation, specifically with something that a lot of writers don't think about. So I want you to take a minute. Close your eyes and, and just take a minute. Think about opening a book. Remember the last book you opened. Can you see it? Take a minute to think about what it looked like on the page, right? What did the words look like on the page? How is it organized? Was it short? Did it have kind of a staccato structure to it? Was it very short and quick and crisp? Kind of felt rushed a little bit? Or was it a little slower? Was it long descriptive paragraphs? right? How did the words look? How did the type look? How did the letters look? Was there a lot of white space, a little white space? What was there? How did they introduce a new chapter? Did they tell you a setting? Did every chapter have a name, just a number? How did it work? Think through that for a minute. I want you to picture the words that were simply on the page. Now, we don't think a lot about words on the page. We tend to think about, you know, okay, what did I say? What did I do this? But we forget. Now, there's an old wisdom in cooking that talks about we eat with the eyes first. The irony is we do the same thing in a way with our reading, right? We open the book. We look at a book. Let's say you're in the bookstore. You're looking at a book with your eyes. That's why they spend all that time designing that cover, right? Getting that cover art and everything. 
But how many of you have looked at a thousand-page novel and walked away from it? Probably a few, right? It looks huge. It looks intimidating. It looks scary. You know, shorter novel looks better, but maybe, yeah, I don't know, I don't have luck with that, right? A romance novel looks a certain way, a mystery looks a certain way, science fiction, classic literature, right? Everything looks a little bit different, right? You know, you know, I love to bash on self-promotion and self-help a little bit. So, you know, go to the personal improvement books and they're always the picture of the coach on the cover to tell you how you're going to fix everything. That, that's the thing, right? We, we do this reading. We start with our eyes before we ever start processing the words. And it's because there's a visual appearance to language on a page. That's kind of crazy, right? Like, there's a visual appearance. Matt, there's no reason to pay attention to the visual appearance of language on a page. What if I told you there was, though? What if I told you that big, long paragraphs create something in the mind of the reader and that short sentences can create something in the mind and that how much dialogue and not even just that, but literally, how do you break things up? How do things look right? Poetry is an excellent example of this because poetic form is very much a lot of them are very designed around visuals, right? It's not just rhythm for the sake of rhythm when it hits your ear. It's also visuals on the page. Poems are notorious for this. And the really great poets knew that and typed out their poems to look certain ways. That's the thing, right? Like, you, you have to understand how language lays on the page. It can lead people to have a certain mood. It can create a speed, right? Shorter, choppier sentences and paragraphs are going to probably process the brain faster. We're going to read them faster. It's going to create a more increased pace for what you're writing. Longer is going to be a little bit uh, slower, but not necessarily a bad way, right? That's when you can use a little bit more melodic language and really carry something in, kind of like singing or having a little symphony in the head of your reader. There's a lot of stuff you can do with this, right? We think about all those things, you know, we think about all those poems that we wrote over the years, and we think about all that stuff we put together and all those doodles we did in class. Well, that's the point, right? It's a visual medium. The funny part about writing is that it's often said, and, and I've been guilty of this earlier in my life, writing's not a visual art form. I mean, writing's an amazingly visual art form. Like, aside from Braille and having things read to you, most writers generally put their work down in a means that requires vision. Right, that requires you to look and see it. It's a visual art form. Just take a minute to wrap your head around that, right? Writing is a visual art form. It's a visual art form. It's not just words down, okay, cool, words and language and we're done. Like, no, no, no. It's a visual art form. So what do I do with that, Matt? What in the world do I do with the concept that this is a visual art form? That's a good question. I think that's a great question. I wish I had a better answer for you than that. It's true. I wish I did. Uh, there's, there's no hard and fast rule on this, right? Today's episode isn't about this. This lesson isn't about giving you a hard and fast rule and this is what you should do. This is about getting you to look at something a little bit different. So I want you to take a moment and, and, and think about this with me. We talked about going back and looking at that first book you opened up, right? Picturing the words on the page. It's kind of like a painting, isn't it? 
Think about it. Picture the page of a book in your mind and think about how it's like a painting. And not just the beginning of a chapter, but just random page in the middle of a novel is like a painting. There's a curvature to the words. There's a way that the lines line up. There's a way that the language looks, the letters put together, the typeface, the whole deal. It's all a very visual thing. You as a writer have a part in that. Sure, the publisher's picking typeface and they're doing a bunch of stuff without you, but it's still your words on the page. It's still you that put the sentences and the paragraphs together. So you have to decide how they're going to look. And too often we ignore that. Right? Too often we go, okay, cool. I wrote thingies down on the page. I'm done. I wrote the words. And we, we ignore this and we ignore getting edited too, because we don't want to get edited. We want to ship what we wrote. But I want you to think about how your words look on a page. This is every bit as much a visual art form as anything. I mean, those of us in marketing, working in copywriting, we know this because we want to break things up because the eye scrolling a website is looking at a very specific set of things. It's looking at things when it goes through a trifold brochure, right? It's not, it's not just sitting there going, ah, oh, yes, I'll just read beginning to end this massive block of text. I would tell you that your fiction writing is no different. The eye is going to track and you can play with that. But you have to study it and you have to figure out how your eye tracks writing and then start thinking about how you can write to have other people's eyes track. Crazy, right? 50th episode, Matt lost his mind. He's trying to convince you that your fiction writing is a visual art form like painting. He's a crazy man. But it's true. The way your words look on the page says a ton. Right? It does. Not because it says you're professional or unprofessional, but it does to me indicate how much time you spent thinking about it. And if you spent that much time thinking about it, you probably thought about word choice and you probably thought about a lot of other stuff, which means that fiction is probably incredibly rich. That doesn't mean it has to be a thousand page novel either. I can name thousands of short fiction writers who are really good at structuring on the page because they have less time in which to do things. So their impact has to hit you from all levels, right? When you know how to structure language on a page in visual patterns, how to use that to play with the eye and the mind of your reader, you change everything. You really do. You change absolutely everything. You're able to accomplish a whole lot in a much less span of time because the reader is coming along with you. Their eyes are tracking their mind. They are fully engaged and present in what you are telling them and the story you're giving them. And they're there, right? Now, to be fair, don't go too deep on this sometimes because this might be my big hang-up as a writer is I don't like how things look on the page. So I spent a lot of time working on it. It doesn't mean it's there's not validity and truth to this. That just also means you can take this too far. You really can. You absolutely can take this too far. So think about that. So what homework could I possibly give you pertaining to this, right? What in the world could I do? Am I going to tell you to start writing things out in a given format or whatnot? No, I'm not. Uh, here's what you should do. Just start looking at books. Go pull your favorite book. Take your favorite book off the shelf, right? Seriously, go find your favorite book. Take it off the shelf, open it up, and look at how the words are organized. Look at how the language appears on the page. 
Look at that entire day. Oh, how's okay language? Oh man, this is incredible. Look at how this language falls on the page. Look at that. Take a minute to appreciate it. Ask yourself, were the sentences long or short? Did it create a rhythm? Do you feel like this was faster or slower? What do you think? What drew you in? What do you like? When you open that page and just look at it before you read the words, what catches your eye? Where does it go? Think about that and write those things down. Observe and learn how you react to the words on the page because that'll tell you how you want to put them on the page for others. Most important part of stuff like this, experiment and find your way and your style. This doesn't have to be super involved or incredibly complex. Find your style, play with it, and, and just take that moment, right? If you take nothing else from today, Take into yourself the thought that writing has a visual component and you read with the eyes before you ever start playing in the language. Just take a minute and think about that and, and try reading your next few books with that in mind and see how that alters. See how that changes your perception. And that's it. That's as easy as it is, right? These concepts in this class that we've been talking about, right? The reason these things are only down to like 20 minutes of me rambling on is because conceptually the building blocks of fiction are very easy. It's unifying them to masterfully execute something that's difficult. So these don't have to be long, drawn-out, complex decisions and, and, and thoughts. These can be really, really simple. Okay, so if you've been working on that fiction piece, and maybe you paused for a while, maybe you've lost some heart. Let me take a minute at the end of this to tell you, don't lose heart, pick it back up, right? You, you already kind of know some stuff going on. You know some stuff that you failed at. You know some stuff you could be better at, and you're experimenting, right? Ultimately, it's not going to be the first or the second or the third or the fourth fiction piece. It's going to be like the 97th, but you have to get them out of you, right? You have to get the, the ones that aren't going to succeed out on the paper. It's like a game of getting rid of the crap. Think about it that way. So if you put that writing down, guys, pick it back up. I promise you, like no one's laughing at you. Just pick it back up and get back to work. And take a minute and look at a book page. Not now as like, ah, oh, yes, words on a page, moving on. Look at it as a painting, right? A painting of language, a painting of words, down to the fact of how they are arranged on a page. And once you start appreciating that in other writers, you'll appreciate it in what you do as well. Just a thought. Take some time. Spend it with good books, with things that you love, with words on pages that move you. Just take time. Spend it with the words on the page. Thanks for being here for 50 episodes so far. Here's to 50 more. Go do it. Go look. Go read stuff. Look at the words on the page. I'll see y'all later.